Hey, it's Jose Galison. This is No Way Jose. You can find me on the No Way Jose YouTube channel. You can also find me on all the major podcatchers and Odyssey as well. Today, my guest is Orion, uh, i.e. at SpaceCat2K on Twitter. Uh, he's one of my patrons, and he had an idea for a show. And uh, one of my Patreon perks for the $10 level is the basically going to curate an episode. So, I mean, and I say that within reason. Like, it needs to be a topic I can actually speak on because otherwise it'll be a shit podcast. And it doesn't necessarily mean you'll be in the show. It could be maybe you pick the guest topic, whatever. Uh, for this one, I'm actually having a Space Cat or Orion on. And uh, I think this will be a good one. He picked um, the topic being um, agorism versus uh, secession and or whether it's even really versus at all. And we'll, we'll talk on that. Uh, for right now, this is a live stream for those watching. It is public. I changed up my format a little bit. I'll explain to you guys why. Um, but it is public right now on the 18th of December. Uh, it, I will put this as unlisted immediately after and it will go, I'll release it for as a public numbered episode later. Um, for just to run down patrons, uh, it's a, for the minimum is a $2 to get the, the basic things. And then there's a $5 for a chat preference, a $10 for the episode like we're doing here. And then $20 for the sponsors, uh, on the sponsor level, I'll read them off every time. Uh, so I have C.D. McRae of the Whiskey and Tea Podcast as sponsors. Great podcast you guys should go check out. Jermaine Vincent, he's in a podcast, but he's the fucking dude. Uh, Orion, or at SpaceCat2K that I have on now as well. And Jacob Winograd of the Daniel 3 Biblically An Biblical Anarchy Podcast. I've been on his shows multiple times. He's been on my show multiple times. He was on my show like way back at the beginning. He's got a good show. You should definitely check him out. Uh, it's patreon.com. just no way Jose 2020 if you guys want to do that. Um, just a real quick, why I changed the format now? Cause it was before uh, what I was doing is I was doing behind the paywall, uh, only for uh, patrons. I was in the live stream. Uh, and it was, you only had access to it if you had that. And it would be like an unlisted video. But then the problem is I wasn't able to do super chats. Um, and I mean, I, I like super chats. I mean, you know, this is good. Uh, but I, you do, I'm trying to have like a balance for to reward my patrons. Uh, but I wasn't able to figure out a way to do super chats. I don't know if there's a way to do that. Someone knows out there. How I tried to mess with it and change the mess with the monetization, monetization settings, but it wouldn't let me. Uh, so the current plan right now is I'm going to like do the public live streams. So if you're a subscriber, you'll see the notification, but it will immediately go away after the stream, and I will release it later. So you still like if you want to have access to the meantime, I will try and I will not promote it on a, a like unless it's like a huge guest. I won't like promote it on like social media and stuff. That way, people won't have the link; they can go to the unlisted. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you're quick on the draw and you save it, you can do that as well. But I mean, whatever. Uh, it'd be definitely be easier uh, if you if you're a patron and you don't like that. Let me know. Uh, I mean, I can consider changing back. I mean, it didn't seem like a lot of you guys were really doing the behind the paywall live streams, anyways. So I mean, but if that's something you guys like, let me know, and I'm definitely willing to you know go back to that. Um, it was just a matter of that you know because what my five dollar levels the 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 uh, super chat pref or preference or basically it's you do five dollars a month instead of two dollars and I give you a little code and it works out as if you're doing a super chat I see that code uh, like a word and I go oh that guy you know so it's, I mean it's someone in the honor system I guess you could give it out or you could you know be a sleuth and check this stream but I don't really feel like anyone's gonna go with that amount of trouble uh, so a little bit of the honor system to some extent, uh, it's, you only get access on the patron to that code if you're of the $5 level or up. Uh, and then that would allow me to be able to, you know, see that and go, Oh, I'm going to read that. Uh, but since I wasn't able to figure out the super chat thing and unlisted one, it's a little bit of inside baseball and I'm probably born you guys, but I just want to make sure my patrons are happy. If this isn't something you like, let me know. I will, I'm definitely completely willing to change it back. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, to plug the homies real quick. 
Tower Gang coming up on the 21st. Once again, if you're watching this uh, when it's released publicly, these will, these I'm giving you the dates. That way you know it's already out. But if, if you're watching it publicly, it's not out yet. But we're going to be having on Crip Daddy on the 21st on Tower Gang. Uh, he's a crippled comedian, uh, so that should be fun. He's fucking hilarious. You guys should go definitely go check him out on Twitter. His pinned tweet's hilarious. It's a fucking little bit he does on, on uh, not being molested by his uncle. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, and then we have Dave Smith coming on the 30th for our 50th episode. It's going to be like a year in review type thing, so that should be really killer. I'm looking forward to that on Tower Gang. Uh, for uh, Reed, he's got on the 18th – well, not the 18th. It's the 19th. I mean, I meant to change that, put it wrong in my notes. So tomorrow, or you know, if you're catching this publicly, it'll be like a week. It'll already be up for you to watch. He's having Maria Farner on his show, who is a Epstein victim. Uh, as always, go check out Top Lobster at toplobster.com. Use Jose at checkout for 10% off. Uh, I mean, for those who aren't aware, we are partnered up with me and the Tower Gang homies. So basically Tower Gang Incorporated, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's uh, We're kind of starting to you know cement things a little bit in that sense as well. Uh, we are... It, that would be me, the, you know, No Way Jose. That would be Liberty Lockdown. That would be Naturalist Capitalist. And that would be Tower Gang. Uh, all of us. Um, I mean, I guess you got Josh as well. So we're kind of all partnered with uh, – so Josh will break the cycle. We're all kind of partnered with uh, Top Lobster. Um, so that uh, – yeah, so definitely go check that out. You know, uh, it helps us out if you do it. And just a little heads up, like pretty much for Tower Gang stuff, uh, any little bit of money we've decided as a group, that for the year, any bit of money we get is going into promotions. So if you guys want to really see Tower Gang blow up, and then as a as an effect, obviously it would be like me on No Way Jose, and then Clint and you know Reed, uh, those guys helping us blow up. Because I mean, we're looking hopefully to you know start getting uh, putting up promos on uh, on like I don't know like fucking part of the problem, Legion's Gang stuff like that, just different stuff like that. We're we're looking to grow the show, and we think we do have a winning success with Tower Gang or winning formula with Tower Gang. It's a um, seems to be where things are going. Uh, I mean, it's probably one of the fastest growing shows. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, what else do I got? Oh, real quick, I want to address this. I'm not really, I mean, I feel kind of gay to ever bring it up because it is kind of stupid Twitter drama. But I did want to let you guys know what's going on. Um, Stacy for Truth, uh, she just recently posted on her channel like a 14-second video of some shit I said out of context uh, on Reed's show forever ago in regards to like a domestic abuse thing. Um, so there's, I mean, obviously it was edited. It makes me look bad. I mean, I don't even really care to be honest. Uh, my take is on it is if, if you want to show your ass, I mean, go for it. Um, I mean, I, I would rather not have beef with Stacey. I've met her in real life. She's an absolute sweetheart. I don't know what is going on here. I don't know if it's disingenuous, if it's ignorance. I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't care either um it's kind of one of those things where people show you who they are i mean i i don't know i mean i'd like for her to prove me wrong uh hopefully things change um yeah it, it is what it is um i mean we'll see i mean I, I don't really care i'm only bringing it up so you guys know so if you guys hear any like craziness about fucking domestic abuse or some shit um i would suggest if you are interested in it you go fucking check out uh the the full video or the full podcast i did with uh with Reed, it's on his channel. It's called, uh, I believe the title is Liberty Drama. I still stand by that. This is fucking drama. This whole thing that's originated from was he said, she said, and still he said, she said. There hasn't really been anything of substance that's come out. Um, and that's fine. I'm not even really, I, I never really wanted to get embroiled in all this nonsense. I, my whole point was that, like, you shouldn't be bringing your shit to Twitter. And if you are, you should probably come with fucking receipts if you want people to take, just immediately jump to a side. I'm still not on a side. 
that's the, the the funny part of all this. I'm literally been neutral from the beginning. I don't really take one side or the other. Uh, I really feel like it's something that shouldn't be brought to Twitter in the first place. But if you are going to bring it to Twitter, you should bring receipts. Uh, and my other main point when that came up was that if you're someone that doesn't know what the fuck you're talking about, like just some random Twitter person, when it's something like this in regards to domestic abuse, and if you don't really have any more info than the very basics that we got off of Twitter, uh, then you probably should shut the fuck up. And I mean, that's, that it really is. I mean, maybe have a comment here, maybe joke, whatever. But if you're trying to seriously cast accusations or jump to one side or shit on one person or the other, you're completely out of line. And the, the irony of how I got embroiled in that on like Twitter in the first place is actually taking the, the, uh, the supposed uh, victims or whatever side, uh, not even necessarily side, someone was shitting on her and that's when it started. And then from there, there was the, the read episode and blew up and everybody took what I said and, you know, fucking, you know, didn't interpret it in good faith whatsoever to the point where I, it's almost like I, I have a hard time believing anyone could hear that and interpret it in a disingenuous way, but whatever. Um, also, if you do really want to even further look into it, Reed did another full episode because this is something that's happened before. These groups of people have been coming after us for a fucking while. Uh, and yeah, so he did an episode and I believe it's called my defense against bullshit accusations. And he completely breaks it down, shows receipts, everything. He got permission from multiple people involved in the whole situation that he could release those, those fucking, those, the specific receipts breaks it down. This is super inside baseball, but if you really, 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 really want to get down to the bottom and see what really happened, I don't really care to recap all of it here. Go check that out. Maybe don't just take 14 second clips at their face or do i don't fucking care uh either way if you come at me like a fucking asshole online or whatever i will block you immediately i don't give a shit uh so it I mean it is what it is um which like like i said with stacy I, I blocked her already i uh i mean i the, she, this isn't the first time it's happened with her either so uh i didn't that time because i met her in real life so i kind of gave her a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt than i do a normal person and I mean, she was an absolute sweetheart so i don't know i don't know what's going on i'm sure some shit to work on her life i hope she fixes it if that's the case i don't know I also don't kind of care. Um, so, I mean, whatever. Um, if you guys, like I said, if, if anyone wants to think one way or the other about me, I really don't give a shit. If you're someone who takes 14 clips, uh, second clips at their fucking face value, uh, then uh, you're probably not really the person I want to be in my audience anyways. So I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, and now that we've done that, I'm going to go ahead and bring on Orion. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Great, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, really this, this is fun stuff. Let's go ahead. Yeah, I don't get involved in Twitter drama that much. So like, I, I, I saw the to. clip. I saw the clip, and I'm just like, yeah, there's got to be way more context to that than just 14 seconds. Yeah, there's like, more. <laughs> yeah, it, it. The funny thing too is that whole little bit from that like podcast. It was only like we only talked for like five minutes about it, and then it was like we didn't really go that deep. Like I said, it literally was me taking neutral position and being like, hey, you guys don't have that much information. It really could be. You have zero context in the entire situation. It could be a million different things. Um, so, whatever. Um, for those, I guess I'll get a little more context. For those don't know, this is the whole Kevin Hobby. He was, I think, the 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 head of the Oklahoma chair uh, LP a while back, and uh, I guess there he came out and uh, I don't know if if she did prior or what, but there were domestic abuse accusations. He came out and he resigned and he put out a statement saying, "Hey, I pushed her. I feel really bad. That was it. I mean." That, that was it. i'm not saying that was it and like to downplay it like I mean, pushing you know anyone if you were unprovoked is not okay but that was the, all the context we had so i was just kind of like uh, this is all you guys are going off of and you guys are dragging one side or the other because there were people dragging her and there were people dragging him so it was really fucking stupid and because i just did that it was uh it was dumb um <laughs> 
sorry, I don't, I don't mean to keep going into this. It just, just happened before this, so I figured it was a good chance for me to address it for anyone who wants to. I mean, just so you guys people know where I stand. A lot of people are getting really worked up about it because it's Pete's fiance, which I have respect for Pete and Stacy as well. Uh, just I don't know what's up her ass. Uh, I, I hope, I mean, I hope Pete can stay out of it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I think he probably will. I really like Pete. I've met him in real life as well, too. These are both people I met in real life and, you know, really like, enjoyed their presence. So I, I don't know. I don't get it. It is what it is. Uh, but not to keep focusing on that, uh, you want to introduce yourself real quick? Uh, I mean, I guess I kind of already did, but if you want to tell a little bit about yourself, I mean, maybe if you want to tell your story, whatever, or just say who you are, that's that's your your prerogative. Well, I'm, uh, I'm Orion. I'm our SpaceCat2K on Twitter. I am... Um... I have the occasional lukewarm take that leftists see as fucking nuclear and bad at all costs because it destroys their narrative of this bullshit that, hey, we should control what people think about a certain subject, just like how we got to this whole podcast today, succession versus um, counter-economics or agorism. So I also shitpost a lot. (laughs) Just know that if you ever follow me. Yeah. No, and, yeah, you uh, you definitely do. But go on, sorry. And I would also like to thank Jose for getting me into the um, uh, liberty and, and anarchy movement because he was one of the first people who like I found and I was just like, hey, this guy seems interesting. Maybe I should like read up on what he's talking about. And it's just like, yeah, now I'm an agorist. <laughs> well, that's cool. Uh, yeah, that's actually a good point. I forgot to put that in my notes, but I meant to when I was thinking about it earlier. I kind of want to know how you found my show and what appealed to it, not to like kind of... Not to kind of uh, flagellate, or not flagellate, to kind of, you know, fillet me a little bit. But I am kind of curious. Uh, it is kind of nice to know if you're actually making a difference. Because my show's not that big. But it is weird when you get to a point where you you have people in your DMs telling you, you know, thank you for doing this. And, you know, or, or even I've, I've had legit people that are like giving me little mini essays and timestamps and breaking down shit. I'm like, okay, man. <laughs> like, I didn't even put this much work into this episode. But okay. <laughs> So, but it, it is, it is surreal, uh, how this kind of works out and being like a niche micro internet celebrity. So, so like, um, um, so like earlier this year, back when your channel was just starting, I believe, I believe it was earlier this year. I am, uh, I was getting into the whole anarchy subject in general, because back like late 2020, I was still considered myself a libertarian. I believed in the partyarchy as we call it, but I'm, uh, I was just like, you know what? I keep seeing all these people shitting on me. I might as well see what they're fucking talking about. So I figured um, uh, I see this one guy who's like just like absolutely funny because I I kind of attract myself to like, like I kind of am compelled by funny people. It's like I kind of gravitate towards them, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So I saw I saw your tweets and shit and I was just like, oh, this guy seems funny. And I saw Sal the Agarist tweets. I saw so like I look up you guys on YouTube and I'm just like, yeah, I might as well just read up. And I've read Conkin. This was like a while back, like around April, May. So, so like my memory's really shit, not going to lie. So mm. I'm still rereading Agris primer and the new libertarian manifesto, but yeah, I'm, I'm basically contributing to it because like soon I'm going to be working for my brother in his small company. So yeah. yeah, I'm gonna try to do some stuff off the table if he's fine with it. Well, yeah, hell yeah, that's that's great. Like, uh, I do think, I mean, I, you know, people give this this accusation of being like, oh, you should all go, you know, be the guy in the woods or whatever. And I, I'm not, my life's not 100% counter economics or 100%, you know, agorist or whatever. But I do think you should try your best to move it that way. It's kind of like I had, 
Houston Stapleton on before. It's kind of really a similar concept of wealth, power, and influence. Just the idea of getting yourself set up and and part of being in a good place, you know, uh, so far as wealth or in general is I think not being dependent on things, uh, especially things that can, uh, you know, pull the rug out from under you like the government or, you know, or things in bed with the government, which, you know, the further we get along with this, the more things that is, but then also on the other hand, the more things that are outside the purview of the government as well, you know, as the government grows, so does the, so does the Agora. Um, and, so yeah, uh, and uh, to f- full honesty, I've only read uh, the uh, you know agorism or libertarian manifesto, agorism or agorist primer and uh, agorist class theory once each. Uh, so and I moved on to other stuff. Uh, I mean, I, I'm right now I'm slowly working through uh, agorist primer as a uh, live reading with Caleb Brown, the Faith, Liberty, and Praxis. Uh, I think I got that right. A podcast so i mean we'll, we'll we'll keep moving so it's kind of cool revisiting some of it to see if maybe i don't agree because there's a lot i do get kind of into arguments with some other agorists and i clearly have different takes than a lot of agorists do uh but i but it's like it's also in my, in my head i'm like well this is kind of what i got from reading it i mean maybe i misinterpreted over time and things have changed it but it's always kind of cool going back and reading it uh so it, it maybe you know maybe we should uh I mean, I, don't know, I guess it'll be, it would be a while, but eventually I'll probably do a live reading of New Liberty Manifesto. So, I mean, maybe I'll keep you in mind for that or, or somebody. So, because it, it is cool to go back and reread that stuff, but it is like there's so many goddamn books. It's like, do you want to reread a book? But I get it. Um, but uh, out of curiosity, what do you remember what your first video what you saw of mine was? I'm trying to see how far back this was. Ooh, that's a tricky one. I'd have to check my YouTube history for that, but I'm oh, pretty fine. sure it was. Around the tenth episode, I'd say. Oh wow, that was way back there. Yeah, yeah, like oh, 10, 11, or twelve. A second. I'm, oh, there we go. I'm just really thinking it's ten, eleven, or twelve. But yeah, for the life of me, I can't remember the title because it was so long ago. And I've been meaning to go back and watch your videos from like the beginning of when you started your channel to like now. But I'm, mm. um, uh, I've just been busy talking with friends, trying to oh, find, cool. like, I'm, uh, because like I got fired recently, but. I do have a backup job that I'm going to work at until I can move back down, work with my brother, et cetera. So, yeah. Um, no, that's, that is wild though. You're that far back. Uh, I, I wouldn't suggest any of the listeners here go back and check out my super old episodes. Cause I wouldn't want to check out my super old episodes. I mean, I like to think I've improved, but I don't know, <laughs> whatever. Um, but it is, it is always weird going back and seeing some of your old takes or old, I know back then I wasn't even like didn't have my like video and audio set up. Not even that I necessarily have high production value now, but it's still like you look back at when you had lower production value, you're like, oh fuck. But maybe that's just me. I feel like everyone's their own worst critic. But enough, enough uh, you know, filleting me. Um, let's go back to the topic. Uh so I guess I'll have you intro the idea of the topic, and I kind of want to get your take, and then we can take it from there. Um, so, and then once we're done with that, we can have you any other questions you want to talk about while we have you here. Cause like I said, uh, before, I think in the, before we start recording this, I don't know how, how long we can really take this topic. I'll take it as long as we can. I don't know how many different avenues cause I have a pretty simple take on it. I'm looking forward to hearing yours. Maybe they'll have more avenues to go down, but, uh, yeah. Uh, so go ahead and take it away. Go ahead and intro it and, uh, you know, kind of give your take. Okay. So like kind of like the backstory and the quick and dirty of it is a few months back, I just said secession. I just did like the Lysander Spooner take of like secession, good, um, uh, abolition, good, slavery, slavery, bad, union, bad, confederacy, bad. I just did like the basic bitch Spooner and people got really, really mad over it. Like I just, 
like I just had a bunch of people coming at me. And I'm just like, wow, good thing I know how to shut up notifications. <laughs> so like, um, I remember, uh, like a week after or something, I tweeted, "Secessionism is the state's equivalent of a boogaloo or counter economics." Which I've kind of changed my theory on that a bit, but it's still prevalent there. So my thought behind it is secession essentially means the division of the state and um, um, it creates either one it, uh, from one state. It creates two new ones, either that or it keeps the former state, but it weakens it severely. Mm-hmm. But either way, it strengthens the power of the individual and um, uh, leads to further greater autonomy for people as a whole. Well, yeah, I mean, that was, that's kind of similar to my take. Uh, I know I've heard a lot of agorists, you know, complain about secession or, or, be, or, or you know, make bad cases for it uh, or not bad cases, but basically kind of put it in a bad light. And here's my take. Um, like I kind of see secession somewhat, not entirely. So I'm not at all saying this is entirely it, but a byproduct of agorism or counter economics because I think that kind of furthers like that kind of activity or mentality uh, furthers the uh, furthers the fucking um, that kind of thought that uh, that breaking away. And I do think that will infect it to the states as well. Um, So but I would say I do find soft secession or nullification preferable. And what I mean by that is a not formalized. But. Like, that's my preference, but if it's formalized, you know, whatever. Uh, either way, the more it breaks up, the better. But I think soft secession or soft nullification is preferable. And what I mean by that is something like not formalized. So, uh, or, or maybe even like semi formalized. So, and there's been a kind of a lot of this in the age of COVID and stuff, you know, with, uh, with some states being kind of like, well, fuck you. I'm not doing that. Uh, and that's, and, I mean, whether it's, I mean, I guess you could make it, some of them are kind of formalized, but not entirely. I mean, there is kind of this idea of that's supposed to be the federal government sort of has control. Obviously, I know a lot of like constitutionals will argue that, but that is the current interpretation, at least by the mainstream. But if we can break away from that in any way, I'm fine with that. Like, far be it for me to complain when Florida's like, fuck you, I'm not doing this COVID shit. Like, okay, like, yeah, that's cool. I think that is bred out of the same sort of mentality of, fuck you, I do what I want. And I think having more people within a given area that are like, fuck you, I'm not doing that. I think that does have its effect on the larger you know, populace and politics at large. Um, one thing I did want to bring up is, and this kind of sort of goes into the soft secession for nullification, is James Lindsay, uh, who was just on Clint's show a while back, uh, you know, with the Libertarian Redhead, and, and it was a really good episode. And uh, I'd seen him on Twitter post this, but I heard him talk about it a little bit in the episode. He was talking about how, like, instead of that, that it might be better if, you know, certain states start grouping together. Uh, and that way they have more of a support structure to be able to butt back against this shit. And I, I do think there are possible downfalls to secession and shit like that in the formalized sense in that it can have issues like you I mean obviously everyone knows the civil war uh i don't i'm not saying at all that's always the effect there totally can be peaceful balkanization or whatever but i think the more formalized it is the more you open yourself up to that uh so that's why i think something that like james Lindsay proposed might actually be preferable to like states being like well it's hard for me to say fuck you by myself but as a group 
where we are a uh, you know as a group we are a you know a, as one we are a stick but as a group we are a mighty faggot or whatever that, that kind of thing like <laughs> yeah. like so like together they're able to more likely be like fuck you uh i do what i want and there's not this formalized aspect of it and it is kind of this like because ideally in my head i would i don't even i don't really necessarily need any sort of formalized break uh, breakdown of structures an informalized version is even better to me you know more people being like no i'm doing what i wanted and that that type mentality because i think states whether individually as a group start saying the federal government fuck you i'm not doing that but the less formalized the better the more that opens up to smaller counties or cities or individuals being like well if they can break away from this overarching power structure by simply being like no why can't we and i i, I do think there is definitely a uh, there's something to that i mean maybe there's some aggressors tell me otherwise i don't know i don't really care uh, like I said before, Agoras is just a, a, a placeholder for the best thing that identifies me. I'm not necessarily like tied to everything Colin can ever said. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. If I threw anything in there that like really made you think, cause, uh, yeah, I mean, but I think it sounds like we're kind of similar on there, but I guess my take is just more that like, that is to some extent also a byproduct of this vague mentality that comes along with agorism that like, no, I don't really have to do that. Cause like I've even said before that like, you know, this doesn't mean I I'm saying you need to go out and vote for secession or vote for this or vote for that. I'm just saying like just the simple fact that you are like, no, and you have this mentality. I do feel like that affects the populace that affects other voters and they see you behaving like that. And then it, that affects their thinking of like, well, he's kind of just doing what he wants. He doesn't really give a shit about the state. Why should the state give a shit what the federal government does? And, and like, I think the, you know, every little, individual thing we do affects others so even even being a non-voter or non-politically active i think it has an effect on people who are politically active and who do who do vote so i don't have anything threw anything at you there well i mean like i'm uh you there did i lose you wait what oh, oh shit oh did, did i lose you for a second oh hey no. did you catch any of that I yeah you. i caught that i caught all that okay so i just so wonder like, if, that, if that gave you any thoughts if you have anything on that so like the one thing that really caught me was i'm uh what you said about the Clint Russell, what's his name? Yeah, Clint Russell, Liberty Lockdown. Yeah, good. Yeah, job. the point that I'm a state should like form together, which is, I'd say, a pretty good idea because even though it kind of is threatening to the prospect of individual liberty in some aspects, by like saying, hey, there's a coalition of all these states who are approaching anti-gun regulations. That could be very dangerous, but then again, like still, it's it's like an individual kind of um uh, grouping together. It's like I'm trying to think of a good way to think say this. I'm uh, so basically I'm against forced collectivization, so that means collectivization of birth, but voluntary is all fine by me. So if you're willing to join together with people to make a difference in the world, I'm all fine with that. And but at like a state level, it's kind of iffy, but still, I agree with that message. So, mm. yeah, that's actually a really good idea. And I never really thought of that. Well, then again, that is how it was during the Civil War, of course. But yeah, not really in like the way that we th not really in the way that I'm thinking of it, because I'm thinking of like different coalitions for like different causes, like gun rights, some um, uh, abortion, shit like that, you know? Yeah, which I mean. I, I guess I also, even with that kind of stuff, like, while it's not ideal, I do, 
like like I said before, with the the more the the authoritarianism grows, the more the the agora grows as well. And I think I've said many times, I think the future that we're going to see for this world in general, and even the United States, is we're going to see more authoritarianism and more you know libertarianism or whatever you want to call it, liberty existing simultaneously, uh, just in different places. Uh, and the more decentralized, the better. Like I've I've said before, that we need an underground railroad of liberty uh so to speak so it's like a, as opposed to like a you know here's i mean i know new hampshire's doing the free state thing that's good as well but like i ideally I'm like yeah and there might be some states that are more friendly but then there also might be more more like you know rural areas or counties or cities or whatever and it's kind of this like and you kind of create this loose association and and also to the uh, point too where that's kind of like the uh confederacy that's also true as well like uh like the states kind of grouping together like that, I actually think would have, it would make a, a civil war type thing less likely, even though that is what they did in the civil war. Uh, but you know, if you just have something like Florida, that's like, fuck you, we're not doing this. Um, I feel like it, you're, if you're the one man out, it's way easier for you to get, mo- to get mobbed as opposed to being a group. Uh, but then also, like I said, I don't even necessarily want the formalized. I just want people to be like, nah, we're not doing that. Like, I mean, and what can they do if they just go, eh, we're not doing that. It's when you go and now we're officially breaking off from you, blah, blah, blah. When it's like, now you introduce a different host of problems. I'm not even necessarily saying yeah. I'm against that. I still think it's preferable to have that as opposed to this giant conglomerate we have now. Uh, it's just a matter of, uh, you can have that without having to formalize it too. So like, it's basically in effect the same thing without, you know, putting yourself at risk as some of the other issues, you know? So, yeah, definitely. Um, um, but yeah, the whole thing of like the declaration is a very powerful message, especially if it's in like mainstream media. So I'm um, uh, basically, even if it's like a small kind of saying, fuck you, we're doing whatever we want. And this gets to like mainstream, people are going to start to realize, hey, wait, if they're getting to do this, then that means we can probably get to do this. It's kind of like the whole thing of like, I'm, uh, don't touch the stove as a kid. Your parents mm-hmm. say, don't touch the damn stove. And you're just like, you know what? Maybe I'll touch that thing. See, show them. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> go ahead. I'd say like the more people who do it, I'd say the better because even like because fear is like the main control of the government nowadays. Um, uh, especially the federal, with what we're seeing with COVID and all that shit. So basically, like, if you show people that you aren't afraid, they start to get afraid, and that's that's the best thing that we can do is a movement. Entirely. Yeah, and, and and that actually plays into my other point I was getting at earlier, where like if you show you're not afraid, it will take, and it's almost like we're existing in this world where we have people with two different sets of values, and obviously you could say there's more than two, but you know just to make it simplified for our discussion here, you know it's kind of authority and liberty, and so by you not being scared, this will make some people more scared, but on the other hand, it will also make some people less scared, um, and so it is kind of. And it depends on what these people's values are. If they they value liberty, they're more likely to be the ones that see you being like that, and that kind of makes them go, "Oh, well, I, I don't, you know, I can, you know, I can behave in this manner, or you know, move towards liberty, or what have you." Whereas on the other people, it, it drives them towards their camp, and I'm fine with that. Um, you know, if you like your chains, you know, you can have them. I'm like, I, I guess, like I've said before, uh, you know, I see the the future. If I had to make a guess, I'd see the future as being like mostly city like you know smart cities that are like authoritarian nightmares and you're gonna have more rural areas that are gonna be a little bit less and the more of a dichotomy you can create between these two entities the more it makes it voluntary in a sense because 
the more it becomes obvious that like, well, here's this place over here that has Liberty and here's this place over here that doesn't. And I get it. There's like this cult effect, but it does increase that divide. It increases the apparency of what's going on. And I think that's a good thing because I, there are people who do like their chains and who far be it for me to take that from them, you know? So, I mean, ideally I think, you know, one day we get to a magical world where that's not the case. I don't, I don't think we'll see that in our lifetime. I, it's not at all to say I don't think we'll see anarchy or more libertarian-ish places in our lifetime, but the idea we'll see a free world in our lifetime or even lifetimes to come or even ever is a little bit of a pipe dream. And, you know, like if I vaguely remember from Konkan, I think he even said that even like a lot of people accuse him of being utopian that we're going to like take down the state. I think he, I mean, I might be wrong because it's been a while since I read, but I'm pretty sure even he said that like, even then there will be like likely to be pockets of, of authoritarianism. Um, and you know, I mean, whatever, I mean, it, it's kind of, cause it's base. All that authoritarianism is, you know, in a you know libertarian authoritarian dichotomy sense is just the belief in illegitimate authority. So, I mean, that's, it's no, I, I like to equate a lot to racism because it's kind of like, you know, like people all the time, you know, bitch about racism. They want to get rid of it. And it's like, I mean, obviously this isn't a one for one exchange. Cause I'm actually completely like, I may not like it on an individual level, but I don't think there's anything not libertarian about being racist as long as you're not hurting people. But that same idea applies. What is racism? Racism is just the belief that certain uh, classes or, you know, demographics are lesser or even better than you. And you know how you can't just like there's not this magical wand you can change that changes every mi everyone's mind that's kind of to some extent what you know statism is or whatever because it's just a belief in illegitimate authority um and i mean you're never going to be able to completely you know expunge that and i mean it, it kind of is what it is it's to some extent a condition of humanity um so yeah uh i don't know if you have anything else on that if not i'll read some of the chats uh and then uh and then if you have any other questions you want to bring up you know aside from the topic yeah, I can fully understand like the voluntary authority thing because, like, um, uh, see for example, Anacoms they want to destroy all authority pretty much. That's all I pretty much see. Mm -hmm. The problem is, what do people want? That doesn't that make you technically an authority over them, telling them what they can and cannot choose with their own lives? The problem is to the what extent of the authority is reaching. Like, is it saying, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pay you like." five bucks a year and this is going to be like in a contract saying hey here's five bucks do shit with it to help make my life better and yours as well if that's like completely voluntary i'm fine with it but if it's like forced to where they're doing what they're doing now putting essentially a gun to your head saying you pay we're gonna throw your ass in jail where you're probably gonna get raped you're probably gonna get beaten you're probably gonna get no parole for life all because you don't want to pay five cents to uncle sam yeah uh, it's a good point. I, I actually was reading Kropotkin today for my Anarchist Handbook series, uh, just kind of reading into it, and I haven't picked a person for it yet. Um, I don't really know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably struggle with some of the lefties, but it was kind of cool. I mean, I haven't read all of it. I haven't read all of Kropotkin's work, so, you know, if I'm wrong, but some of the stuff, while it was, like, you know, kind of embedded in commie language, it was very much um, uh, fucking – it was very much um, – God, my fucking computer's being weird. Um, it was very much a God, I'm a brain fart. Uh, oh, he was definitely describing like uh, covenant communities, like communist covenant communities, the way it sounded to me. And I'm kind of like, well, I think that will fail. I also don't give a shit if you voluntarily agree uh, to, you know, you know, go into like a, you know, a fucking 
a communist covenant community, I'm completely fine with that. And that's consistent with our uh, private property values as well for those who understand covenant communities. So whatever, go for it, you know? So, yeah. Go ahead if you got anything to say. I got to check my... Well, they like the, are you there? The whole thing with you, yeah, the um, uh, the whole thing with you saying like I'm uh, like voluntary covenant communities and how you co-opt a language. That's the one thing I've always been fascinated about with anarchists. Like whenever I first really started researching them, they kind of like co-opt things that other people value. Like I'm uh, Spooner. He um, um he co-opted the Constitution, even though he probably didn't give a shit about it. Um, uh, Cerner. I haven't really read much of him. I got ego in its own, but it's been like, I just been so busy having to like, look for new stuff to like a new job. I have to look after my mom kind of, um, uh, et cetera. So yeah, there is that. Um, uh, there's plenty of others. Like I'm, um, definitely Rothbard using the, the whole veil of like the new right and all that with um, uh, getting conservatives to kind of join the liberty movement, so to speak, mm-hmm. kind of like the whole Ron Paul thing. Like people, people see him as kind of like a conservative, but they also see him as a libertarian. So like, it's kind of like one of those things where it's, you flip a coin, but it's still the same coin. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Um, I don't know. Like I said, if you have anything else, I'm going to look at some of these. Um, I don't know what's going on. Sorry to me to cut it short, but I just realized my charger is not working for some weird ass reason. Uh, and then Giovanni says, I want to be interviewed by Jose. That'd be cool. Like I said, that is the $10 perks for the patrons if you want to do that. Uh, Michael Dravino also said, as an egoist, one must maneuver with the reality is one lives, one lives within and without. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Did Clint get a strike? No, not that I know of. Uh, Mike makes right. It's Mike makes right. It's a harsh reality, one which must be realized. So people are prepared, come what may. A union of egoists is a non-local alliance of individuals desiring self uh Sovereignty. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Like, I definitely like uh, Sterner's idea of a union of egoists. Um, yeah, I heard about that, and that always really intrigued me, the union of egoists, because um, uh, it's voluntary collective, like I was saying earlier. And um, um, the great part about it is it's a voluntary collective of people saying, we're definitely saying fuck you, even to everything that you value. Even if you're an anarchist, we're still saying fuck you to that, because... I'm not going to lie. Some anarchists do believe in morality, which I'm kind of like on the fence of that myself. Cause like, if I want to do something, I'll just fucking do it. But if it, if I don't want to do it, cause I don't want to do it. That's up to me. It shouldn't be up to like something someone else said. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I've definitely talked before. I don't believe in objective morality, but I do believe there are preferable modes of morality and you can apply that to uh, like a utilitarian view, which everyone like shies away from that. Like it's bad, but, I don't necessarily think that's bad. Uh, I mean, I guess, but yeah. Um, with that, like I said, my charger's dying. So if you, I think I have like 10% left. I've got to figure out what's going on with this charger. Um, but if you have any other questions, let me know. And if any super chats come out in the meantime, we'll address them. But if not, we'll uh, go ahead and close it up. So if you, uh, you have anything else to add to that. Um, uh, I would like to note that I'm, uh, that I am... I am really thinking about um, getting some of the leftist stuff. What should I really get into? Would you say leftist like, stuff? Like like leftist anarchist? Because I'm not reading fucking Marx. That's like yeah. unless I want to like read him so I can really dunk on his um uh, proponents. I guess I will, but that's not going to be likely in the future. Uh, I haven't. I'll be honest. I haven't read a lot, a lot of leftist literature. I've read um. 
obviously Sterner, which people like kind of credit him as being a leftist, but I think he kind of like in a sense transcends political yeah. philosophy. He's kind of like almost something you could have that undergirds that. Uh, but he is very commonly associated with leftist stuff. Um, but I don't know. I've I've read the stuff in the Anarchist Handbook, and that's probably the extent of my leftist reading. Uh, but they are they were. I was very uh, surprised. Um, a one that's like a leftist, but also in some kind of ways almost isn't is that. And I did an episode on it with Ace uh, from Anarchist Handbook oh, yeah. series. Was um, God, Benjamin Tucker. In? Yeah, Tucker. Tucker's good from the one essay I read there. But pretty much all the ones I have, I haven't finished the Kropotkin one yet, so I don't know all the conclusions he comes to. So I can't really completely vouch if I think I necessarily agree with them or, but even then they're all, I guess, even if you don't agree that it's good reading. Uh, but I, I know I thought Prudhomme seemed pretty good from the essay I saw in there. And uh, I don't know if, I don't know if I've read the Bakunin one yet, but uh, I like the Kropotkin one so far. I'm doing it wrong. My ANCAP brain like fucking spurred for a lot of the shit in there. And I was like, no, but uh, I mean, but then you see what they're calling for and they're calling for anarchy and to, you know, basically be as individuals and not have this, course of thing they just have this idea they're going to somehow shun off private property in the process and i'm like i mean okay whatever as long as you leave me alone i don't really give a shit that's kind of where where i'm at um like yeah that's basically know. what i've been my whole life like <laughs> just leave me alone you can do whatever the fuck you want just leave me alone yeah as long as you don't hurt anyone else just leave me alone like yeah well really yeah. the whole hurting people it depends on like if they consent like if it's like something sexual Obviously, I won't care. But if it's like a child, mm. I will probably fucking kill you. Yeah, which that's uh, a lot of people get mad at, like Sterner for his might makes right thing. That's kind of one of his points. People always accuse him of being the one because he's like might makes right. So like if you can do it, you're you're right. And like, people give him shit for that. Be like, oh well, that, they immediately always go to the pedo one where he's like, oh well, then if it's in your right to molest, you, I guess then you can molest kids, right? And it's like, well, I mean, sort of, but then it also means that if you, as someone who doesn't like that. And you feel like, you know, you feel like you have the ability to do it. Like if you're in a community that completely frowns upon this and then you get fucking murked by someone for, you know, diddling a kid uh, and the community doesn't do anything about it. So might made right there. Essentially, you basically did something. No one did anything about it. You had no negative consequences in that sense. Then yeah, I mean, like might made right there. I mean, like, so you're you're yeah. right your right to kill him and his right to diddle the kid when I got up against each other and your right one. So like, yeah, it's basically right just like, especially who has the bigger stick and who's willing to use it. Yeah. And even then, like a lot of people see that as bad, but it's like, if you apply it to an individualist type perspective, it's, and how this works, if you apply this among everyone individually, it kind of makes it so like, if everyone has this thought process, not that anyone ever really would, but it's just kind of the idea that it's like, but it's also within your individual benefit to not go around murdering people and not go around diddling kids or whatever. Like you're going to probably have a very shitty existence if you exist like that. So everyone thinks it's like, oh, this is like, oh, well, go be a warlord. It's like, well, I feel like most people know it's probably not going to work out for them. And, you know, I, don't, I really feel like you start thinking deeply about these things. You realize that like, hey, well, I mean, I'm, you know, I would like to have a free and just society. And if I want that, then I should probably behave in that manner. And that might inspire others to do the same because I don't like it when people fuck with me. So the best way to go about ensuring that doesn't happen is to not fuck with other people unless they fuck with you. Um, and, you know, I, I, I feel like that holds. Um, but, yeah. Um, you got any other thoughts or, or is that it? Well, I think, uh, I think a great way to parse that for people who don't really understand because I just thought of this. The reason why people probably think the whole Myra makes right argument is bad is because they see the, the state obviously as – 
hey, the state is the only one who can use might and make it right. So why should an individual do it? I think a great way to parse this actually is by I'm just going to co-opt kind of my own kind of thought into it. Video games. Think about it like an RPG doing whatever you want. The thing is, if you go around murdering children and raping people, you're probably going to be number one on the list and you're basically going to get as far as you can by killing other people. So you're probably going to either be really disliked. You're probably going to be really liked. So yeah, it's kind of just like one of those things. So it's so like, if you want, you can use that to like parse it to people who probably wouldn't understand it otherwise, but yeah. Let's see. Sterner went against Marx. Yeah, definitely. I remember that. I remember reading about that. Oh, wait, did he? Oh, boy. Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh, did your internet cut off? Cause I'm. Not, yeah, it uh, cut off. You there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I figured out while it cut off. I figured out what the hell was going on with my charger. I was trying to do it while we were streaming. Uh, but, I see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shit. Uh, well, that was super professional of me. Uh, it's fine. Whatever. What part did it uh, cut off at? Um, uh, oh no. I, did. Uh, I I was probably out for like thirty seconds. Uh, I mean, I guess you can recap it real quick if you want. Um. Go for it. <laughs> so basically, no. like, um, uh, a good way to co-opt it to like people who don't really understand is like video games. Essentially, you can do whatever you want. It's just there are consequences for your actions. People act like, and this is like the whole thing when I was getting into the liberty movement with like Count Dankula. Whenever people were saying that he sh he's going to jail for a speech, he should. That's a consequence for his action. The problem is, it's like a state consequence rather than a social one. It should always be social rather than a state consequence in is my belief in that. Yeah, no, uh, I, I agree. That's a good way to put it in the video game thing where it's like, I mean, it's not all video games because some video games you guys do whatever. Um, Carlos Abelard saw him. I mean, Texas will win a World Cup for the U.S. Uh, secession. Orale. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm a very awful. Orale. Orale. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm, I'm actually Argentinian. My uh, grandpa spoke uh, German. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> uh, What's that yeah. mean? How does that mean go again? I'm a Nebraska man is paycheck. Nebraska man is high. A woman, her paycheck, whatever the fuck it is. And Nebraska an Argentinian is a boy SS rank. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that's a good way to put it. For those who know, I'm not actually Hispanic. This is a made up name, but it is fun to play off that. Um, but I don't care. But yeah, by the way, it's Carlos Ibar. It's awesome. He, um, forget what uh, his name is. And he has a medical, not medical, he's like a marijuana or like a Delta eight, I think type of company. Wish I could remember oh, right I now. See. I see it. All. It's like a tip of my tongue. I know his company. Like I see it all the fucking time. Uh, God, this is going to bug me that I don't know it. Cause I see it all the time on ads and different shows. Paloma Verde. That's what it is. Paloma Verde. Go check out his stuff. He's great stuff. He's not a sponsor, but just so you know, he's a good Liberty guy. So we should support our own. Uh, so if you guys want that, go use Jose at checkout. Just kidding. Don't use that. It won't work. But <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so like I, I am back, guys. Uh, Michael Trevino, doesn't all local, state, and federal governments already live within that reality of might makes right? In a Nietzschean sense, it was an, ind it was an individual sense overcoming. Uh, 
and Pelosi says I'm a bad Jose. Uh, yeah. Um, but I don't know if you have anything else, I think we've kind of beat this topic to death. If you have any other questions you want to ask me, we can do that now. Uh, if not, we can go and kill it. Well, I think a good thing to say it with from uh, Trevino's comment, doesn't all local state and federal governments already live within the reality of might makes right. Um, um, I'm not sure what he means by Nietzsche in a sense, but I haven't really read Nijak. I'm not sure uh, you pronounce it. It's fucking German, Austrian, yeah, I've, whatever. I've, I've read a little bit of Nietzsche, and I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if it was like I picked a bad one. I picked the Beyond Good and Evil, and I read like half of it, and it just really just did not really appeal to me. I have seen like excerpts from stuff for that I thought was good. Maybe I need to read a different book of his. Um, I just got like halfway through and got bored and read something else. Um, but, I mean, which is a lot for me. I'm usually pretty good at like if something catches my eye, but there wasn't really too much. But – Maybe it's another one. Maybe I didn't give it enough chance. I, I don't know. But I would say to that, um, the, the difference is, yeah, the states live in that paradigm, but the problem is uh, people kind of don't live in that paradigm. And I guess it is also about, like, understanding. I always use the is-ought when it comes to rights, like natural rights or oughts. Um, like, you know, the the egoist rights are just kind of you know, how it should be. Or not how it should be, how it kind of is to some extent, where it's like this is really like what is happening. Like you can complain about like, you know, what ought to be. And, you know, those are what natural rights are. And I actually agree. I think that's what ought to be, you know, a rough natural rights. Uh, but we're existing in an egoistic sense and that like that's really what goes on, you know. Um, but and yeah, I guess it's kind of a, I've done touching that in Sterner or that Sterner uh, this Sterner episode with a uh, Magnus on that so we go deeper than that I'm not trying to like go too deep down Sterner unless unless you really wanna but uh yeah I remember yeah. reading I remember watching that actually um, it was yeah. one of my most favorite ones episodes of yours yeah no it's a it Sterner is great it is it's very it's hard reading I'll get I, I will give it that but there's a lot of really cool shit in there like I, I specifically love uh, not to be like sappy his bit about love because he goes into how like love is typically looked at in a lot of ways almost like a an obligation or like you have something somebody but it's like it's almost he puts it in a sense of where it's like more beautiful where if it's coming from a place of like because you want to you know what i mean like because a lot of times people have like say whether it be familial love or or even like marriages true they'll be like oh i'm obligated but it's like it's, his thing is like well i'm with you because i want to be with you like you're what i want like th that's why <laughs> like yeah, it's, it's kind of beautiful but go on. i remember seeing like a um uh like a kind of like a clip an animated clip really of um uh ayn rand talking about love and she said i'm doing this because i want to do it not because anyone else wanted to do it and i was thinking and as i was watching it this is back when i was a libertarian so i was thinking that's actually a good way to think about it because what's the point of me loving something if I just don't love it for what it is. I just love it because it's just there. Like, so like the more like invested you are in something, I'd say the more you love it, probably mm -hmm. the more you hate it, depending on which way it swings you. But I'm uh, yeah, I think that's actually a really good way to think about it. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we're probably at a good place. Uh, I know you don't have much to plug, but I guess some of you want to plug your, your Twitter stuff, or if you got anything else you want to plug while you're here. I appreciate you having here. It was a fun conversation. Yeah, this was a fun conversation, definitely. I'm uh, at SpaceCat2K on Twitter. Um, I might upload shit to YouTube eventually, but I don't know. It's probably going to be stuff like I'm uh, probably going to be like, because I did do a poll a while back, well, like a few days ago, saying, hey, who wants to see me do crazy shit in the video game? And, I'm, and people are just like, yeah, do it. Fuck it. So I yeah, might people, do that, but... 
People yeah. eat that shit up, the video game stuff. It's wild. I don't I don't understand people watching people play video games, but it's not really my shtick. But some people do, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's because it's a good way to I guess probably because it's a good way to limit if you want the game or not, or if you're yeah. wanting to see like a way people perceive it, I guess. But other than that, yeah. I got nothing else really. Yeah, no, I get that. But people like legit just watch people play video games for no fucking reason to watch you play video games. I, I don't get it. I mean, I get it for that, like to check out a video game, like a review, whatever. But no, like there's people just, you know, just stream more power to people. You know, like what you like. I, I don't care. It's just not something that's up my alley. Uh, Trevina actually I, made a good comment. Um, Ayn Rand crib from Sterner oh, yeah. Amnesia. Um, yeah, uh, I, that's actually a good point because I remember, I think you said um, yourself, a lot of anarchists stole from Sterner, <laughs> essentially. I don't know if I they stole, but you read it and you like, you see it. Like yeah. you see Konkin, you see postmodernism, you see Ayn Rand. Uh, I mean, probably some other stuff I'm not picking up on. And it is one of those things where it's like, it's hard to tell people straight up stole from him. Or not even necessarily stole. I mean, I don't, well, I don't, yeah. I'm not, I I don't believe in IP. But it is also like, it is weird how you see these things. But it is also the thing, it's kind of the same idea too, where a lot of people know that like, uh, say with like the light bulb, there were multiple people working the light bulb at the same time. It's kind of like so ideas kind of have their, you know, their time. And like, while Sterner did precede these people, it, it, it which kind of makes it more impressive that I actually think in a lot of ways, his was actually in some sense almost a, which is weird because it happened before. It, in some sense, I actually think it was a better version of like objectivism, of like postmodernism, of even in some aspects agorism, if you read it. Uh, so, but even though it preceded, which is kind of interesting, it was like he was ahead of his time. But it is like, uh, it's one of those things where, like, I guess once those thoughts enter the sphere, that they do kind of just leak in other places. So, so I definitely wouldn't say that he like either, any of them stole from anyone, yeah. or, or not even necessarily stole, but like took inspiration. But it's definitely like you read it; and it's impossible not to see it. I think I just you know these other characters. I didn't really mean steal, but like it's just like yeah. I didn't have a different term for it because my brain is my yeah, brain is too. running on two cans of monster right now. Yeah. So no, me too. I mean, that's just kind of like normal colloquialism. It's just kind of same thing with like IP in general. We just n- normally be like, oh, he stole that. And it's like, well, he didn't really steal it because stealing implies that like it's something you owned or whatever. Like you know, like yeah. I mean, not to go into and IP you can't really now, own ideas. Yeah, that's exactly. Pretty obvious. I mean, so unless like, you just keep it in your head and you never share it with anyone, <laughs> like that's the only way. But even then, yeah. people can still get the same idea. Like, um, yeah, but it, I mean, it would be thinking, your specific yeah, idea. But definitely. Yeah. But sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. But yeah, it's been really fun talking with you, man. No, yeah, I really appreciate it. It's uh, nice interacting on social media and and DMs occasionally. I definitely, uh, I know I've said before, I've, I, I'm a very strong block, uh, you know, 10C, but, um, it is nice when people interact with you well. Basically, I'm just the my thing when it comes to like blocking or how I interact with social media or in general, like even kind of someone in real life. It's just a matter of like identifying who people are that I want to be around. Um, and so like you know, it's in my block thing. It's kind of like if you're gonna you know interact with me in a cunty way, it's like well, I don't really you know want to interact with you. Like I sorry. Yeah. Um, like I, I will, and I don't. It's not that I have any problem with people disagreeing with me, but it's like well, how'd you go about it? um because like yeah. i and you know what I, it has its benefits like uh not to you know not to go too much into twitter and shit but like uh, i think it's today or maybe even yesterday I, I made a i intentionally made a post that was worded in a way that it was like kind of accurate if you gave it a good faith interpretation but i intentionally did it that way uh to kind of see who would give it a bad faith interpretation and i was and i and then i even like made another tweet after like hey i just did this and uh you know uh, we'll see who the bad actors are. And surprisingly, no one did it. I don't know if I've just been doing this kind of thing long enough. Uh, I was expecting someone to be shitty, but you know, 
you kind of create your experience and that, that applies to real life as well. You know, like, you know, and you know, we were kind of talking about Sterner when it comes to like love, like I'm not at all someone who thinks that say you have a family member, even if it's an immediately family member, if you don't enjoy their presence or if you find them toxic, or whatever, you have no obligation to fucking interact with them. You don't. Yeah. So <laughs> I literally have to deal with that myself. I'm going to yeah. go deal with two of them at Christmas. <laughs> so yeah. it's going to be fucking, it. it's fun because I get to say whenever they bring up cops and stuff, I'm just like, I don't care. And yeah. it's like, you should put some respect on them. You should respect. We taught you respect. Your grandfather's in the military. I'm just like, that don't mean shit to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, like, yeah. I like family and stuff a little bit more being like, and it kind of too applies with like in real life. I think I kind of touched on the Stacey thing. I was hesitant to block uh, because I've met in real life, but in that, that, that works. But especially if you're just some stranger I meet in real life or online. And if you treat me some sort of way, and if I am, am able to, you know, in any way later in life, curb my interactions with you i will like why why do i want i have uh, no one's entitled to my time and if you're someone who makes my experience in this life any way unpleasant i don't need to be around you like i just don't i mean it's different if you're my wife my kids my my immediate family but even then to some extent that kind of applies but now you have a little bit more it's a little more entangled with other stuff you know in real life like if my wife pisses me off one day i'm not just gonna leave her we have a whole life together so yeah you 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 gotta gotta be a little bit realistic and but also even then in a sterner sense i enjoy my wife's company i i want to be with her it's it's a little bit different than just some stranger pissing me off and being like writing them off immediately like we've built up a rapport (laughs) yeah yeah i think the difference between like someone you can just cut off immediately and someone who's like direct is probably um uh is definitely like pick your battles like Mm -hmm. like that's what my mom always said when she was raising me she that you need to pick your battles just know when to know when to go into a discussion and know when to not i guess yeah so that's just the best thing to do i guess but yeah well, with that, um, the, my plugs, uh, this, uh, this is a No Way Jose show um, on YouTube. I'm on all the major auto podcasts on Odyssey as well. If you want to follow me now, I'm at 2020 No Way Jose on Twitter. Uh, like halfway back to my pre-nuking place, which, uh, I mean, whatever. Um, like I said before, if you want to support me at patreon.com, there's No Way Jose 2020. Uh, I kind of laid out all the perks earlier. Um, you know, this whole episode right now was a perk, although I did enjoy it. So, I mean, once again, it is... It, it, it's kind of nice too that it's like um you know sometimes i run out of ideas so it's good to like kind of have people you know incentivize people coming to me with ideas uh so that's that's uh that's good uh yeah like share subscribe comment all that good stuff it's been really great having you uh i look forward to more of these i will let you guys know with this as my channel grows as my patreon grows i probably will change up the things because if i let's say I ever get to like a super large level, like a fucking, I don't know, not that I'm anywhere near like that, but say I start getting higher. It'd be a little bit silly to do like a $10 for an episode. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I do like this idea of doing this, you know, we can, cause, uh, like I said, I do look forward to having interacting with, uh, you know, people who support me and, uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, with that, uh, we are out. I really appreciate you having me on or I haven't having you on. Uh, and I look forward to doing this more. Uh, and with that, we are out. Oh, you never even plugged your Twitter, did you? I guess I already did. Oh, no, I did like twice, but I'll do it again. (laughs) At SpaceCat2K, it's in the name. Yep. All right, with that, we're out. Appreciate it, man. Stick around.